Independent retail business can mean so many things these days. A brick and mortar store, an e-commerce business, a maker's online shop, a booth at an antique mall, and more. No matter which category you're in, Kathy Cruz, a fellow retail business owner and retail educator, will teach you how to market and manage your business efficiently so you can spend time doing other things you love. Welcome to the Savvy Shopkeeper Podcast. Welcome to episode 86 of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast, pushing through a pandemic as retailers, how to keep your spirits up. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. So I first want to give you an update. I think a few episodes ago, I mentioned that I started on a little bit of a health journey or getting healthier journey, and I have a Fitbit, and my goal was to hit 10,000 steps walking, jogging, running, although I'll admit I'm not definitely not running yet. Uh, But I'm happy to say that this morning, before I started recording this podcast episode, I hit 100 days, consecutive days of hitting 10,000 steps every day. That means I usually go out and walk anywhere between three to five miles, and then the rest of the steps are kind of filled by my daily activities. And sometimes I do all 10,000 steps and then any steps after that are bonus. So I just thought I'd check in with everyone, let you know where I stand. I was asking for some accountability. A couple of you have asked about my journey so far, and I will say I'm not losing a ton of weight, but I am feeling better. And that's the goal, was to feel better. So I'm going to continue this I'm hoping to pick up the pace, do a little bit of jogging, eventually get back to running, I guess is the ultimate goal. I I didn't really think about it until I started talking about it now. So that's my update for you. My intention for this episode is to have a conversation about how COVID-19 continues to play a role in running our retail businesses. I don't believe we'll have another mandatory shutdown, although I'm afraid to even say that. But I also don't believe we'd be where we are now with masks and the mandates coming back, you know, and in some areas they are mandatory again. I just did not think we would be here. I guess I was hopeful and optimistic that we wouldn't be here. Before I start this episode, I want to make sure that I say this first. If you lost anyone to COVID-19, if you personally suffered physically or emotionally because of COVID, or if you're hurting now because of it, you have a family member that's sick, or you're struggling yourself, I just want to say that I'm sorry. I don't want to make it seem that our retail businesses are more important than the loss of a loved one or your physical health. That's definitely not my point here. So I want to make sure that I convey that I am compassionate and sympathetic to anyone who's lost someone to COVID. This episode will focus on what's happening in the retail industry and our independently owned businesses. And again, I just don't want to be insensitive to the big picture, the pandemic overall, which and that's like worldwide. It's been a long 18 or so months for some retailers, and I say some retailers because not every retailer has been affected in the same way or at the same level. I see this in our membership groups. It's It can be so different from state to state or even from county to county. I've seen retailers who had no shutdowns, minimal mask mandates, if any at all, and 
just running business as usual to retailers who were shut down for months with lengthy mask mandates and minimal and sometimes no foot traffic. All that to say, this episode may not be relevant to all of you, but I think it's important to talk about. So I launched this episode, I think, or this podcast, I should say, in October of 2019. And soon after I launched, the pandemic started and was really just within a few months. I recently realized quite a few episodes out of the however many now, we're at 86, quite a few of them have focused or talked about COVID-19, including some of the bonus episodes, some of the really quick, short episodes I recorded when many of us were mandated to close. Again, I just didn't think I would have to record another one, but here I am, and I'm moving forward with it. There is no denying some of the residual effects in business, particularly in retail, from this pandemic. So I've seen so many retailers who are having trouble or finding people to hire. So the employment problem, the substantial effects on the supply chain. I mean, I say substantial because there are so many conversations in both the lab and master shopkeepers on this topic. You know, just trying to get for those for those of us that order from America's Mart or Dallas or Las Vegas and, and some of those or many of those items come from China, India, all over the world and trying to get those freight shipments or those cargo shipments into the ports. It, it's been a struggle. Again, this is what I'm seeing in our membership. So many of us independent retailers, I feel like, have already pivoted maybe more than once. We shifted to online, we started shipping, or we shipped more than we've ever shipped before. Some changed business models. Many of us worked on mindset. We hustled, we've come to terms with so many changes, and then so much more, right? I'm sure all of you or many of you have experienced this. I get it because I've been there with you or I've done many of those things myself. Shopkeepers across the country are expanding and opening up new locations by partnering with Honeycomb. Forward-thinking entrepreneurs like you that created your business for your consumers are unlocking much-needed funding by allowing your community and superfans to invest directly into your growth. To learn more about how Community Capital can help you open your next location while embracing your ability to market your brand and increase consumer engagement, Visit honeycombcredit.com slash brand. That's honeycombcredit.com slash brand. So now we're seeing surcharges from some of the vendors or many of the vendors that we're ordering from. The chain supply issues that I've mentioned. And then you add the employment problems and then the slower months for many retailers. You know, they call them the J months, June and July. And this can all really weigh down shopkeepers. So this is where I'm going with this. I've seen it in our groups. And I'm experiencing some of the same things too. Definitely the chain supply issues, the surcharges, the slower months. I'm experiencing that as well. It's so important that we stay optimistic and that we keep our chins up and remain hopeful. But yet I don't want to ignore what's happening. I want to think ahead and I want to be prepared. When the, the pandemic first hit 
It was a good reminder to always have systems, processes, reserve bank accounts, whether it's like a, a, an emergency fund or a savings account. I always want to try to be, or at least do my best to be prepared. And keeping our minds optimistic and light is really important because now as we're starting to see another surge, winter is coming, it's really important that we remain hopeful. What we each do to support and encourage this positive mindset for the rest of 2021 will be different. Not everyone will need to do or think or work on the same things. What's important is that you do what works for you. Before I get started on my list of suggestions, I offered a handful of free resources last year when the pandemic hit. That included a 12, I think it was a 12-page guide, a downloadable PDF, um, a helpful break-even spreadsheet that was provided by Sarah of WE Profit Foundry, and and a couple of other resources. And I recently realized that the information in these resources are still really helpful. So I reactivated the product in the Shopkeepers Academy. If you visit shopkeepersacademy.com, you'll see it there. I think it's listed as like coronavirus resources for retailers or something like that. You can sign up just with your email address. It is completely free, no payment expected. But I want to make sure that I mention this and I realize that I should bring it back because the pandemic is still here and the resources are still helpful and relevant. So I thought I'd reactivate it again. Again, I want to make sure that you understand that it's free. You do have to sign up with an email address. So if you're in a bit of a funk, and I know some of you are because we've seen these conversations in our membership groups, or if you're struggling in your own business or even with mindset, I have a list of suggestions on how to help improve this, especially moving into Q4. I want Q4 to be successful and happy and hopeful, and all of those good things that normally, I mean, we all know it's exhausting too, but we all really, so many of us get rejuvenated by that fourth quarter of the year and the sales and the revenue that come with it. So here's my list. The first one is to work on a budget. If financials, finances seem to be a bit of a struggle right now, for sure working on a budget, and no one really enjoys working on a budget, it can be helpful. And I want to reference the break even, it's a kind of a budget, somewhat of a budget spreadsheet that WE Profit Foundry provided in the free resources. It can be really helpful. And the spreadsheet is all kind of, it's laid out for you. You just have to fill in the blanks. It's easy to work with. And I know a lot of retailers appreciated it the first time around. So I want to make sure that I mention if if you need to work on a budget, if that's going to make you feel better moving forward, by all means, do that. Find a spreadsheet, work with a, a CPA or an accountant or bookkeeper or someone close to you that's good with the financials, get something on paper. Trust me, it will make you feel better. Next one is maybe meditate. Now, I get that meditating isn't for everyone, But it can be particularly helpful if you have anxiety. And if you've never practiced it before, it can take a little bit of work to get into it. I personally don't meditate, but I have group members who do and who really, it really grounds them and makes them feel better. My meditation is walking, getting out, sweating, exercising. The next one is to focus on gratitude. 
Maybe have a journal every morning where you spend some time writing down maybe five things that you're grateful for from the day before or just in general. Again, I have group members who do this on a regular basis. Every morning they do it. And writing in the morning or whenever it works for you, it's helpful to write down the things that you're grateful for because it puts things into perspective. Sometimes our minds can get consumed with all of the heavy weight or the negative thoughts. And sometimes it's nice to spend some time writing down what you're grateful for, all of the good things in your life, so that the negative stuff kind of I won't say it goes away, but it feels lighter. It feels better. The next one is to build a reserve fund. I mean, this applies to any time. I would recommend it to any retail store owner, particularly after last year. But if you haven't done this yet, you know, I I recently had a a one-on-one call with a client and she asked that question, like, how do you know what to put into a savings account? And I recommend even if you just put 1% of all of your revenue every month into an account, a separate account, you can't touch it. You don't want to transfer funds out of it unless you have to, of course. But even if you even if you start with 1%, you'd be surprised over the course of a year how that account builds up. You know, in, an, in the most ideal situation, I would say 5% or even try to get it up to 3%. But no one says you have to have $10,000, $20,000 in an account right away. It can slowly grow. And seeing the growth in that account is going to make you feel better and it's going to make you feel more secure. You can start small. It's more than okay. The next item or suggestion on my list is to increase pricing. If you are a retail store owner who buys from vendors who are sending you notifications that surcharges are being um, applied to your orders, if freight is increasing in in price, if prices overall are going up, you're going to have to reflect the same thing in the pricing of your products in order to protect your profit margin. No one likes to increase prices. I'm sure I've had episodes on this topic. I'm not prepared which with number the number episodes that I've worked on regarding that, but I would suggest starting to increase your pricing to protect your margins. No one, generally, many people don't enjoy doing that. It makes them uncomfortable. But again, it's something that you can ease into. I wouldn't say double your prices, but maybe increase by a certain percentage. The next item on my list is to sign up for comment selling software. Now, I personally don't use it. There are several software companies, or I don't even know if I would call them software companies, are they? (laughs) But there are several companies out there who offer this. And the other option too is if you don't want to invest in comment selling software, you can maybe follow the, if you're a lab member or a Master Shopkeepers member, I have a whole video lesson with a checklist on hosting a Facebook Live clearance sale. Or it applies to hosting any kind of Facebook Live event where you're selling in person and then someone comments on your post saying that they want to purchase that item. So either sign up for comment selling software or follow the tutorial in the Shopkeepers Lab in the Academy and start to prepare so that you can sell online more through social media. The next one is to prepare to do more lives. Um, The episode before this, episode 85, I actually talked about how to embrace 
live, either selling or just going live on social media in general. You want to be in front of your customers. And sometimes, especially throughout this pandemic, depending on how it ebbed and flowed, we can't always be in front of our customers because not everyone wants to come into our stores. Not Nothing against us, but it's the pandemic. So in order to show up in front of your customers more, getting on social media live is really, or recording and sharing your videos is a great way to do it. I'm so excited to announce that Tundra is the official signature sponsor of the 2021 Savvy Shopkeeper Retreat. Tundra is an online wholesale marketplace for retailers and suppliers. What I really like about Tundra is that they eliminate transaction fees and markups. As a result, Tundra empowers us, both buyers and suppliers, to keep reinvesting in ourselves. As a store owner myself, I appreciate that ordering from Tundra keeps my store fresh, with new, novel, and seasonal products. And if you didn't know, Tundra also offers a pro membership, so you save even more with free shipping site-wide. Ordering on Tundra saves us, retailers, time. We have one wholesale account to access thousands of brands and more than one million products. I'd like to give a special thank you to Tundra for sponsoring the Savvy Shopkeeper Retreat, an educational experience retailers won't forget in 2021. To learn more about Tundra, visit SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash Tundra. That's T like Tom, U-N-D-R-A. And to learn more about the upcoming retreat, visit SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash retreat. The next suggestion I have is to work on fun projects. Let's say, for instance, you wanted to spend some time, you know, redecorating your whole entire store, coming up with a new game plan for the holiday season, or you've had an incredible idea to do an amazing window display. And maybe now, if the times are slower, take the time to do something fun, creative, something that feels really good to you. Maybe it's not even store related. Maybe it's something fun at home or something fun that you've wanted to do. There's nothing wrong with spending some of your time on yourself, especially when it involves something that brings you joy. The next item on my list is to give back or pay it forward. You know, doing kind acts or giving back in some way makes me feel good. (laughs) I'm actually sometimes an overgiver. Um, something I'm personally working on. But if that brings you joy, again, go ahead and do that. We want to do things that will elevate the more positive feelings within our bodies and in our minds. The next one is to stay connected with customers. And I just mentioned video and going live. Maybe it's handwritten notes to your top 20, 30 customers letting them know how much you appreciate them, especially during the pandemic. Maybe it's sending them a small gift. Maybe it's sending them a gift card to come into your store to shop. Those things for me feel good. It feels really good when I write something with an actual pen and paper and a cute card or, um, you know, something that I can drop in the mail versus an email. It just feels more personal and it feels good. The next one is to maybe work on building your email list. It's just a really good idea for retailers. Uh, We say this all the time, or I say this all the time, you never know what's going to happen with Facebook or Instagram or any other platform that you use, TikTok, anything that you use to get in front of your customers. But the one thing that really can't be taken away from you is your email list. 
Once you have that email list, once your once your customer subscribes, people can't take that away from you. It's a great way to stay in contact. And I've said this before in other episodes that email marketing is really effective and there's a good return on investment. The next one is to analyze your data. Now, depending on the data, it might make you feel good, it might not make you feel good, but what I don't want to do is for you to hide and run from your business and what's going on in your business. Over the past year, many things have changed. People's buying habits have changed. So what I would recommend is to go in and take a look at your inventory data, your your sales data. Take a look at everything and see how how are quickly are things turning and which categories are turning faster. Where should you maybe be investing more in your inventory buying? Maybe you're going to shift from one category to another. Maybe you're going to eliminate a category. Maybe you're going to bring a new category in. But generally, Most of us aren't in our stores all the time, so we don't see what's happening all the time. But when you run your reports, your profit and loss statement, your sales reports, your inventory reports, it will all shed light on your business and what's going on. And it actually might surprise you. And the next one, which kind of I'm it's an easy segue is to look at your numbers, too. We're talking about data. Look at your financials. Look at the sales for the past year. I know recently in Master Shopkeepers, we had a conversation about this, and someone said that they it felt like it was a really slow season, or it felt like they weren't getting the sales and the revenue that they were hoping for. But when they actually went into their into their bookkeeping software and ran the reports, they were having a better year than they'd ever had before. So it's always interesting to me how outside influences can affect your mindset and make you feel like something else is actually going on. But when you look at the numbers, you'll see the truth and it might surprise you like it did this other group member. I have a couple more suggestions. Uh, Next one is to journal, kind of similar to the gratitude part that I talked about earlier. I personally do like to journal. I don't keep a gratitude journal and I don't meditate, but I do like to journal. I don't do it every day, but sometimes when my mind is stuck on something, I will grab the journal and I'll just kind of brain dump and put all of my thoughts there. And I usually have an aha moment or I realize something when I do this, or it just makes me feel better to get it out of my head. The next one is to find local makers or brands to buy from. So if you are a retail store owner who's struggling with the chain supply issues and you're not getting all of the inventory you hoped, now's the time to invest in researching other brands, local US-based businesses, particularly the handmade businesses. And yes, you can find them on Fair and Tundra and Abound and all the other platforms, but you can also find these people on Instagram. You can also find these people if you attend market events and kind of browse and, and network and look at what people are selling. You never know what makers might be wholesaling. Another great place if you're a Shopkeepers Lab member We have a lot of makers in our group. Post in the group and ask if you're looking for something specific. You can not not only help support your business and avoid some of the chain supply issues, but you can support a maker in our community, and that is great. The next one is maybe provide a service. Maybe you've been wanting to add some type of service 
to your offerings instead of just physical products. So for instance, we offer painted furniture services, or we did. We actually don't do custom work at the moment. But you can do something like that. Maybe you're an interior designer and wanted to add a level of service to your home decor business. I'm I'm like, of course, drawing a blank as I try to think of ideas. But if you've been considering offering a service, maybe you've been wanting to build an online course. There's a Master Shopkeepers member who's been wanting to do that. Maybe you're going to build an online course because your customers always ask you for something to teach them something because you have an expertise that you could share with others, maybe it's building an online course. Again, maybe it's adding something to your business model. And then the next one, of course, is to get active and to work out or take long walks or go to yoga or do the self-care that you always want to do but never get done. Put it on your calendar. Make it a regular routine. Gift yourself with that. If your body is craving that or your mind is craving that, Go ahead and add it to your life. Again, the focus here is to do things that will make you feel better, hopeful, optimistic, especially moving forward into Q4. And then the last thing that I want to mention is last year when the pandemic hit, there were quite a few retailers who decided, and I give them a ton of credit for doing this, who decided just to take a break and breathe. They closed their stores and decided to close without selling for maybe one month or two months. They literally took a break. And I give, if this was you, I commend you for taking that action, for not letting fear take over and making you feel like your whole business would crumble or fall apart if you just took a break. I'm also seeing some of these comments in our groups, in our membership groups, so I wanna make sure that I mention it, that it's okay if you gift that to yourself. Of course, you want to set up systems in place and you want to notify all of your customers that you're doing this. And I don't recommend this on a regular basis. You know, of course, I want you to be able to to reach to your reach out to your customers and to sell to them and to feel good doing it. But if you're at a place that feels really, really heavy and you feel like you could take a break, Don't be afraid to do that. Of course, do the things that you need to do to protect the business and to make sure that you're moving forward when you do reopen, but it's okay. So some of what I just listed is tactical, but much of it is intended to help with the mindset. My new mantra and something I teach my one-on-one clients in a conversation I had with my business bestie recently when I said this, she said, did you come up with that? I was like, I don't. I don't know. It just it just came out of my mouth. And and the mantra is mindset first, math second. Because if your mind is filled with doubt, fear, anxiety, angst, and negative thoughts, this will determine how you feel and then how you take action. It all begins with our thoughts. No matter how much you try to action out of a negative space in your mind, I don't even know if action out is a term. I just might have made that up too. But no matter how much you try to take action to get yourself out of that negative space, no matter how much you focus on the numbers and the math in your business, if your mind isn't in the right place, it will be challenging to make progress. So again, that was mindset first, math second. My last tip is that if you are in one of our membership groups, the Shopkeepers Lab or Master Shopkeepers, 
lean on our groups, lean on each other, ask questions, ask for suggestions, learn from each other, get inspired by each other. This can really be one of your biggest resources of all. Search the groups for for previous conversations around a specific topic. There's so much information in both groups. Search the Shopkeepers Academy. Once you log in, especially if you're a Shopkeepers Lab member or a Master Shopkeepers member, if you use the search box and you search for a keyword, you will probably get at least five or maybe dozens of um, resources, video lessons, podcast episodes, previous blog posts I've written, other articles, other lessons, downloadable resources. Use the search box to get answers to your questions. Many of us temporarily closed last year and we pivoted, we stayed strong, and I can honestly and, and positively say that I know we can do it again, no matter how heavy it might feel right now. If you want to see the show notes to this episode or find links to anything I mentioned, you can visit my blog at SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 86. And if you find this podcast helpful, if you know of a retailer who's struggling right now with this, please share this episode with them. I genuinely hope they find it helpful. It would mean so much to me also if you would leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. I genuinely hope that this podcast episode gives you some things that you can take action on to help your mindset moving forward. Again, I can't stress it enough. I want you going into Q4 feeling good, hopeful, and optimistic. Until the next episode, be savvy and boss up. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.